Hey everybody, this is an excerpt from Local Love. We do Local Love Live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on Twitch, and we have an open panel. Any Bay Area musician is welcome to join our open panel, unless we have an interview scheduled. Um, this week, we're also giving out all of our shows as a freebie, so head on over to patreon.com slash echoplex. You can download the whole four-and-a-half-hour audio capture from this recording. Emoji vocals, hot five, high balanced by Verse, featuring uh, G Wilkers of the Rebels Camp. That was a bop. <laughs> by the way, I just want to make a, a quick disclaimer: anything I say on the show might be off because I am high. <laughs> dude, dude, just thought I put that out there because you know I feel like an ass right now. So, 
No, you're you fine. I want to reminisce. <laughs> I want to reminisce a little bit, Juan. Do you remember when people would come into this fuck into the fucking studio? It was usually the one across the hall from where it is right now, and they were just not ready for the smokeathon. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. They weren't ready. <laughs> there were people who could not handle. They would either clam up and not say anything, which was preferable to the babbling person who hasn't smoked that much weed in 15 years, who just kept hitting the joint when Chip would pass it to them. <coughs> oh, and those were good times. Very good times. Yes, indeed. I like how anytime anybody new comes to the chat, no matter what we're doing, they're like, what is this? Yeah, man. <laughs> Depends on where they've stepped in. Have they stepped into one talking about how high he is? And they're like, what is this? Um, <laughs> so I'm so fucking high support net. <laughs> yes. See, we got a support network here. Yeah. I think whoever they are, they left. They're like, I don't want any of this. Oh, no. No. Alex Sims for Sapnap. I don't know what that means, but thank you for following us seven minutes ago. I hope you liked the cat typing furiously on the MacBook and then throwing it away. <laughs> it's me and Buddha hanging out. I got a robot I can hang out with. Is that kind of wild though? Like the sort of the. Oh, yeah, it's like a flower. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, like a yeah. kaleidoscope. <laughs> Definitely. Alabaster. <laughs> Alabaster. <laughs> so, um, I'm I'm very curious uh, to hear about um, how would Lex is Lex signed now? Um, um, you brought her no. up how she's had a so you can still play her music. Um, she would send an angry email on our behalf. I do play Lex music. Interesting. On here. Uh, okay. I don't play it a lot because it's like super popular and because she left. Like she went to New York, but I play it. It's oh. like on the radio station. It's on like the radio thing and stuff. But uh, when I when I play tunes, I try to like, I'm like super biased towards people from San Jose who are still doing it here in San Jose. And, that's that's and, a good and, point. And pe people who are my friends too. <laughs> but uh, no, she's she's completely independent. She's got a Patreon. She's doing Twitch streams. She's, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what other like way that she's raising money kind of outside of the normal model, but she's, I don't know if she's signed with a label. I don't know about it. All right. And well, she's, her. Yeah, she's follow really her on like, Twitch. Wow. Follow her on Twitch. Her Twitch streams are quite good. Yeah. She was playing this weird video game where your goal was to get the guy. I think, I don't know. I didn't watch that much of it, but it was, it was entertaining <laughs> and people, no people in the chat were having a super good time. So, but she's another artist who kind of. Her and Chris Sonko used to be in the Bay Area, and both of them, independently of one another, moved to New York, and now they're both streaming on Twitch and kind of doing things in addition to their music other than music on Twitch. And uh, we raid Chris Sonko all the time because he's on super late. Like like when people leave here, they go to Chris Sonko, they go to DJ Star, they go to a lot of music people. When they, Even no matter what mm -hmm. we're talking about, but... Yeah, Lex, I don't think she's signed, and I, I think she's going to do well for herself by never like getting signed by anything, at least nothing where they own all of her stuff. I was going to mention, um, don't don't get signed, people. It's an outdated model. Um, it's, it's going obsolete more and more. Um, 
a very similar form to that now are these contracts by monetizing on YouTube, things like that. These contracts are basically the equivalent of a record label now. And even so, you see how hard the content creators have to work to do it. Um, it can suck the love out of what you're doing if you're not careful. Oh, you can um, be smart and commit like a label's like, hey, I want you to do an eight song album for us. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you this money. You're going to have all the money you need to do your album. We think you're great. You just then, then get a lawyer because you need to make sure that you're not attached to that shit other than these eight fucking songs and the promotion of them or whatever, because there's ways in which you could milk some money out of that old model, which I would be very proud of anyone. If they did Juan Maserati, if, if rebels camp took, took Columbia music for half a million dollars to make an album you were going to make anyway. And that Columbia music owned that album, but then they didn't own any of the rest of your asses. I'd be like, bravo, sir. <laughs> Yeah, that would be something, man, for sure. I'd be like, you know what? Those weren't even good songs. These these are songs that these dudes had in the fucking... <laughs> but you know what? I think um, we're, you know, on the real... I understand that Rebels Camp has... Now, We have there's a label. Just grow grow your, your own, own label, GYO. GYO. Grow your own records. Grow your own you know, records. And um, I think it's really amazing that now we're, we're in this... Uh, time to be able to do that you know just like drop uh albums um tailored to people who want to hear the music and you know have a, have a good it's good time you can definitely have your cake and eat it too now with the idea of you know what you guys are doing um it's dave it's like what you say uh, go fund yourself to be fair i stole that from jeremiah lee verse you just supposed to go fund Shout yourself. Shout out to Verse. Shout out to Verse. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Straight up, I stole that from Jeremiah Lee Verse for sure. First person I saw post that. Shout out to Verse. Um, I think that um, with content creation, there's a very fine line of being generous with our music and people taking advantage of the abundance of free music out there that we always have to be in control of how how we are generous nowadays um i thought about this earlier when when we we're talking about the venues closing down and things like that um on on my side of things uh with in the world of string players a lot of the jobs dried up even before covid and they got even worse and it a lot of it has to do with the fact that people were doing work for free and you know and this extends beyond classical trained players by the way you don't have to be classical trained to feel this way but you spend hours practicing what you're doing you really should be um have, have the balls to put a price on what you're doing if someone ever wants you to use your art for what they want and I, I think that a lot of us make the mistake of being a little too nice about it because the showering of attention feels so good to us as artists, as musicians. We often come from a position that we aren't always understood. And when we express ourselves with our medium, everyone gets us. We get finally that understanding we were craving as kids or whenever or in the nine to five or whatever. And we don't have to do that to communicate. And so, you know, I think I think that 
a little bit of it now is suffering because a lot of us were a little too generous. And so, you know, folks, support support local love because you're getting a lot of free music here and you should totally support their Patreon as well. They're doing a lot of work to share music and you should still be supporting musicians such as Juan Maserati. So, so I looked at it, like, I always looked at it this way when I was uh, DJing more, even mm-hmm. like before COVID, like, uh, in the mid two thousands, I was DJing every weekend. I was getting paid for it. I just looked at it like this. <laughs> if I came to this, per- if I came to someone and said, I want to play their, your party, your party looks great. Then I better be ready to play for free. Cause that shit was my idea. Yes. Somebody comes to me and goes, you need, you should play my party and be like, well, here are my, here's my rate. Uh, I'd be happy to negotiate. How big is your party? And like, I went to bike party. I'd been going to bike party. I kind of knew some of the guys that like, I'd like to pay. I'd like to play here. It never occurred to me to ask them for money, but yeah, if people come to you and ask you for some, something, then you should ask them for money. So like that, but that's always kind of been my rule about whether or not I'm getting paid at a gig. If I've volunteered, no, not even volunteered. If I asked to play, then why would they pay me? Right. Right, exactly. Um, actually, that's I have why a funny that's how st- that's how local love works too. We're like we put the word out, send us your music. They go, hey, we'd like mm-hmm. you to play our music. Well, great, we're not paying you. <laughs> exactly, it's the best. It's the best free gig I've ever had. Well, no, but but what I'm saying is, if we were going out, being like, send us your music, send us your yeah. music. If somebody replied with like, hey, if you're going to play this on your show, we want some money. I'd be like, oh, well, then this isn't going to work. I wouldn't. Yes, but we don't do that either. Unless somebody already sent us music and we know they have a new album coming out. And then we start like, like barking. Hey, give us that before it comes out. Give us that before it comes out. Give us that before it comes out. Right. In which case we should give them a dollar every time we ask. <laughs> I got a funny story. Anyway. I got a funny story about um, wanting to play places. In my 20s, um, I was having a hard time finding places to play uh or to book for having a senior recital on cello, which is a big deal when you're studying in college. And um, it was mostly because I was the poor kid with a plywood instrument, and it didn't matter what the chops I had. And do you know who got who let me play? And I didn't have to pay because I said, I'd like to play here. Strip clubs. So I held, <laughs> That's I, I held concerts on stages at strip clubs and here was the deal i think we should bring this back after covid would you mind playing cello at a strip club i would absolutely no i would i would if any if any club anyone working at any of the clubs i i will gladly do this and here's how we worked it out i let the girls work during my concert i didn't stop them from making their money so they were allowed to dance as long as they kept their feet away from my instrument and their shoes. And as long as they did their thing and I was out of their way, they were out of my way. They were allowed to make their money. And I just played. People could, you know, it was it wasn't nudies. So there was alcohol so people could get drunk, but also it made it accessible. And to me, that taught me about the idea of even if you put a price on yourself, that music should be accessible to everyone. You can't, you can't be a dick about it. And so I think, I, I think like, I think like classically trained musicians at, um, mm-hmm. we'll call them uh, burlesque or cabaret shows should be a thing okay. that we try to bring back after like when people can go back out again, cause that would be lovely. You know what? I will, I would more than be happy to play. Um, I'm, 
unaccompanied cello renditions of Def Leppard and other hair metal that 80s strippers danced to, you know, spinning oh on God. mirrors. I think that would be so beautiful. Well, how funny would that be? It would be amazing. Oh. It would be amazing. Like she's playing Come On, Feel the Noise on a cello <laughs> as somebody's nipple tassels are like... Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> But I, exactly. I, I, I have to ask though, like it must have been a, it must have you. I, I can't imagine like you being a, 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 mus- a great musician, being in that presence in, the, in that place, playing your that beautiful music. It must have turned it into to a very artistic, um, you know, experience. For, yeah, Juan, for, Juan, for, Juan, well, some of, some, the of, some of these girls, and, some, and, and the some, dancers. some of the girls are just strippers. Juan. <laughs> You know, hey, but 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 also like also like I fucking we're all for sex work here. If you're gonna do that, fucking get you know your what? money. Let me let me also um, shed some light, and I guess this cat is out of the bag right here, only on local love. I worked at some of those places, so I already had an in because I was able to oh, ask my you. boss, "Hey, man, I got something to do." And by the way, do you know who went to all my concerts afterwards? everyone who worked with me at those places do you know who kept up with me after i left la all those people none of the classical players asked me if i was okay when i had blood transfusions and a hysterectomy a few years ago but you know who was there for me old ass strippers and all these like former club goers and all these foot fetishists who used to rub my feet when I used to be a like, go-go dancer at a fetish club. All these managers and owners of these old titty bars and ha- Hells Angels hangouts that I used to dance at. All of those places, people were there for me. And it wasn't because it wasn't a pretentious thing. It was because... Who knows? But I feel like those are the people who saw my art. Mm, mm. So right, I would right, more right, than happy. And I got some new music this week. Preach! I'm going to say preach! Well, we are. Uh, Ice Castles by Brother Spellbinder. They're going to preach. We also got music from a new uh, art, uh, artist we don't have any music from uh, called Quigs. We'll play that after this song. Start this song. To be honest, my drink is empty and I need to pee. Whatever. Go get it. My drink is empty and I need to pee local love. I think I'm going to go myself. Another dream shattered You thought that it mattered Now climb down that ladder You're not Shaking now the jig is up now the jig is the fruit is forbidden the secret is hidden and you shoot by your missing cause the stand 
Castles by Brother Spellbinder. Brother Spellbinder is dope. Ooh, I hear. What are you doing? Like, are you hammering a nail or opening a drink or what are you doing? Sorry, I was just. Uh... <laughs> what are you sipping on? Hey, what are you sipping on? Hey, what are you sipping on? Uh, it's just uh, kom- kombucha. It just—it's uh, what is it? Uh, it's like healthy alcohol. Ginger raspberry kombucha. Oh, that sounds good. It's good. It's from this uh, company. Oh, I, I don't want to do that. Huh? Don't have- kombucha is not alcohol. It's got like <laughs> no, it's zero point one or zero point three or something percent alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> As a person who enjoys alcohol, I'm just going to be straight up and say that kombucha is not alcohol. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's a market for in- the incredibly basic people, they could make kombucha with like 10% alcohol. It would be like they could just sell people malt liquor, call it kombucha, and charge twice as much. You can just brew a fresh pot of tea and leave it out for a week. I'm sure you get the same thing. <laughs> More concentrated, for sure. Then you have real alcohol. (laughs) So we got this new music. We got a brand new artist, everybody. We got Quigs sent us music. I think we're going to have Quigs on for an interview for the first hour of next week's show, if I'm not mistaken. And it's brand brand new music. This song's called Aurora. I've never heard it. I just am going to listen to it now. Thank you. 
that was Quigs by Aurora. I believe we can hear but not see uh, Curtis from Monkey. How you doing, man? Hi. Can you hear me? Oh, dude, you sound... Yeah. <laughs> dude, your audio is quite good. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Is this your first time using Discord? Yeah, well, I used Discord for the first time probably a couple of weeks ago, uh, but we didn't do any video stuff, so I don't, I don't know how the video part works. Oh, you just have to figure out how to turn on your webcam, and then we'll be able to see. Oh, you, you know what? You know what? Uh, before you started talking to me, the video link was not active, and now it is active. So I'm going to click it. Fuck yeah! Cool. Yes. Yeah, yes. While that's happening, I just wanted to mention this uh, Quig song. I really liked it. I liked the um, I liked the little uh, complex rhythms in the middle of it, and then like uh, the little voices popping in and out. As someone who uses weird voices in their own music, I I really appreciated it. I hope to hear more of it. Yeah, we're probably gonna have Quigs on for an interview. I think next week or maybe the week after. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in charge of the schedule, but I liked awesome. the like the bendy, the kind of bendy mm-hmm. quality to everything in the music too. It was like different. Like guitarists will always, oh shit, look, it's Curtis. Guitarists will always like do a little bend with the whammy bar or whatever, but this was like more digital and like, like shoegazer, but digital. Yeah. It had that Peter Gabriel type of vibe. That's what. Yeah. That's why it was so good. Yeah. It it felt like something you could just vibe to. It was a really earthy sound. Yes. Earth. Yes. <laughs> well, Curtis, Curtis, harmony, welcome. Like, Juan, Juan, hold on. Curtis, welcome. I'm here. How are you? I'm uh, turning up my volume. You sound great. Yeah, what's going on? I mean, is that just your computer? Right. That's just the computer. That sounds pretty good. Wow. Yeah, this is a straight Macintosh. That's why that, that's why that shit's like twice as much. <laughs> right here, you Backpack. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess fucking tell our chat who you are and what you're all about and stuff, and like why you decided to show up in this fucking neighborhood. Uh, well, I decided to show up because uh, someone invited me, and oh, I fantastic. couldn't figure out how the hell to get on here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. People are like, oh, old man, old man. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I uh, for anybody that doesn't know, I play for a band called Monkey uh, in San Jose, and uh, we have been uh, affected just like everybody else on this COVID ride. Uh, but this week seems to be a little active for me uh, musically, so uh, it's uh, appreciated. Oh well, what's been up for you this Definitely. week? Any 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 interesting news for people? Uh, well, uh, first off, uh, uh, our store is suddenly popping. So if anybody wants any uh, crappy ska music, you can go to, uh, to monkeyska.limitedrun.com and uh, purchase the whole damn store. Make me rich. It'll be fun. Uh, and then in uh, uh, San Jose, they're doing this uh, Sofa Festival thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sofa Festival is doing a holiday Christmas card of sorts. And so uh, we're doing uh, three songs for that. Uh, one is a brand new song, one is a cover, and one is just a fun bit. Um, so I've been doing a lot of recording for that. And then on top of that, I've also been talking with um, 
there's a bunch of online bands that are popping up that are just trading files and making stuff happen. So uh, suddenly I've been invited into that uh, sphere. Get in there and start, start making music. Yeah, we were talking a little earlier about how a lot of bands are going to leave all this. Hopefully, like this comes to an end at some point with a bunch of new yeah. skills and a bunch of new ways to network. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and it seems like uh, uh, the traditional methods are, are actually uh, getting bogged down or slowed down by this whole process because they're focusing on something else, right? So uh, for the last like five to 10 years, it's been Facebook for everything. And, and Facebook is just uh, getting tired. It's harder and harder to do anything on Facebook. Uh, so yeah, I welcome uh, uh, Discord or whatever the hell else out, out there. We'll get the word out. Well, Discord, I have happen. a funny story about why we started using Discord. We yeah. got mad at Skype Tell me. because it was the <laughs> Linux client for Skype was really bad, right? It was like bad mm -hmm. and it was like failing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's yeah. a Skype alternative for Linux? And we got into Discord. I was like, wait a minute, there's a whole last mm -hmm. chat room here. And so then I shared the link to the chat room and then there were like 140 people in our discord chat. I was like, Oh, this is the business. Oh, nice. Nice. Like if you look in the well, chat, gotta, now, there's like, gotta, like five or 600 people in our discord, like they're not all active right now, but yeah. like, it's a good place to get, let your community gather. But we found it by accident because we were mad at Skype. Yeah. Cause we wanted people to be able well, to Dave, call you, from Australia. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Hey Dave, if uh, if you ever want to uh, to teach teach a pro how to do all this stuff, I'd love to find out. That's Me like too. one of my favorite things to do is show people <laughs> what we're doing and how we do it. And that, but uh, yeah. your band has an active community around it. I feel like if you had a Discord server where people could chat and join voice chats and stuff, even if you weren't broadcasting yeah. it, I feel like it would be because you have that Bay Area ska, you have the Bay Area ska Facebook group, and what you're saying yeah. about Facebook is true. Like you. Facebook is like a dead platform. Like as far as like reaching out and finding new people who are going to be in, interested in what you're doing, the platform's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Facebook, you know, they did that whole uh, revamp of the, of the platform so that you have to look at like smiley round buttons everywhere. Uh, it's miserable. It's miserable. It barely works, uh, especially on the business platform. They tried to expand the business platform. Oh my God. The content, what is really it? The content the manager creator studio or whatever the fuck it's called is a nightmare. First of all, you, yeah, they, yeah, gave, yeah. they finally just, gave you dark mode. Right. And then you go into creator studio and it's like, ah, the sun's like coming at your face because <laughs> yeah. everything's all fucking white. And then like you click something and it yeah, just yeah, takes yeah. forever to happen. And Oh God, the yeah. creator studio is yeah, the yeah. worst thing. Yeah. And then what's worse is, 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 uh, you know, you opt into the creator studio, then you can't get out. There's no way to undo it. Right. So every time you want to check your own damn email, it pops you into the creator studio, which is a mess. It's just, I, and it always doesn't have email when I don't, I know that I don't, I actually cleared out the entire bay of emails just to prove that there was no email and there's still red dot notification. You have email. Oh yeah. So we had to drag people that were liking kind of what we were doing with our page on Facebook away from Facebook kicking and screaming, but it's the best thing we yeah. ever did. And like yeah. Twitch is just another platform owned by another big company. Right. But this isn't really where our like yeah. ride or die homies hang out. They're all in our discord. Right. 
and discord's just another yeah. thing that you don't well, control but but like yeah. the the funnel used to be facebook to our web page right now the funnel mm-hmm. is twitch or maybe a facebook live to our discord which is like a better thing oh totally. and people should definitely check out our website you have a website too because you're smart because then if people want to contact you they can do it like via email like a normal person instead of dming you on discord nice. Or D- no, Discord. DM me on yeah. Discord all you want. If you really want my attention, that's the place to get it. But instead of DMing you on Instagram or Facebook, where it shows up in this other box, like mm-hmm. it, it's really important that you know we don't we haven't really talked about this. But bands, you got to get your community off of Facebook. You got to get them off of there. Mm-hmm. I know you probably have a big like platform there, but you got to start like dragging people off of Facebook because it's going to show them less and less of your content more and more of people arguing which i like because i have fake facebook accounts that i use to monitor people arguing but that's not how most normal people want to use facebook (laughs) well the problem the problem that i run into is just keeping track of all these damn platforms you know you you talk to people they're like hey reach me on on twitter because it's way better i'm like twitter's not better uh, reach me on reach me on fucking parlor <laughs> fuck off <laughs> well no like i think that what i'm doing is easier because if somebody really wants to get a hold of me they do it via dm uh, on discord that's it like anybody yeah. who really wants to get a like if Juan, if i'm not responding to your facebook message you're like all right i gotta open discord right but and that happens sometimes yeah but, but what i'm I think like it's super important to get all of all of your community off of Facebook. Uh, Just get the, your life off of Facebook, by the way. I have a lot of reasons that I talk about on other shows about why maybe people should get their whole shit off of there. But even if it, you're just an artist, if Facebook yeah. just decides not to show the people that follow you your stuff, they're never going to see it. Yeah, but if you yeah. have a place like I'm going to just shill for Discord, if you have a Discord where your people can gather, they like make the purposeful action of going to discord and going to your yeah. server yeah. and to check what's going on with monkey or to check what's going on with uh, echoplex or to check what's going on. And it's, it's just a different scenario where on Facebook, you just doom scroll, right? I don't it's use blended it that way. In by with the, way. the rest of the world. Oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry um it's blended in with the rest of the world and not everything shows up either because of algorithms whereas everything shows up on discord Uh yeah yeah well it's like uh it's like it's like shopping at walmart you know uh walmart you there are some gems you can find good stuff at walmart but most of it is crap and it's all falling down on you as you walk past it so it's it, you really you really have to kind of know what you're getting into when you get when you go to a walmart same thing with uh with facebook it's everybody is on it <laughs> everybody checks that first before before discord I, i'm sorry yes, no no i understand and the problem the problem is, is that I think the problem here lies that the niche creators, the people who have built a good community also mm. tend to not be the same people who can leave Facebook for us leaving Facebook. Sure. It yeah. sucked. Like we're not, not on Facebook, but we don't use it. It's not, it's not the top of the funnel, right? It's just a place that we post where our next live yeah. show is. And like, I don't know, I suggest to somebody that they're fucking their second cousin. 
but it's not like a thing that we're using the same way that like a lot of people want. Uh, that, uh, that's on parlor. That's on parlor. No, those people are all doing that. But, <laughs> that, but was, that or me, we right? Anybody doing me? <laughs> Oh, that was the that was a mess fake, too. Do you know how many conspiracy theorists yeah, people think are on you know conspiracy theorists people think are on MeWe and it's just me replying to them? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 real bad because like people built these followings on Facebook and now like it's just not showing people the stuff and it's like their prerogative, right? It's their party, it's their website. But the, the problem is that yeah, the that people happened, who built the coolest niche communities are tend to be the people that it, will have the hardest time uh, technically getting those people out of Facebook to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Or to even see yeah. them say yeah. anything because they may be saying something that is relevant to their art and not relevant to the circle jerk hive mind. I used to play bass for circle jerk hive mind. <laughs> <laughs> I replaced you. <laughs> Get him, Curtis. Get him. Get him. Uh, but yeah, if you want to, if you want to start trying to move some of your community off of Facebook, we'll, we'll, we're here for you. Plus, Discord, like yeah, like the video and audio are fucking superior to other other platforms. No, I, I instantly noticed that the the uh, the chat and the the general functions are just super quick. Super quick. I don't know how they do it, but uh, it's probably because they don't have as many people as Facebook. Facebook is doing a lot of transactions. So I, I, I think that, that it'll probably change just like everything else is. And I mean, for the people that are like, you know, Facebook is just falling apart. Yeah, but, you know, look at what happened with uh, MySpace. MySpace was like, one day it was working and then the next day it was like, bye bye. <laughs> Well, that's right. so, the difference so between Facebook so and MySpace is just Facebook, MySpace existed in a time where like, you know, 40% of Americans still didn't have internet access. So it was a, it was a, MySpace yeah. was a different animal. Also, they it let was you put a animated shit on the and internet. music on your profile. Yeah. And you could post straight up porn on your front page also, and no one <laughs> would ban you. It was, it was awesome. Make America MySpace again. Sweet. 